this episode of Spill the Tea with LLIB, we have the incredible Sarah Stringfellow. Sarah, can you share with our listeners a little bit more about your business and the unique aspects that set it apart? Lovely. So the dry answer, I would say, (laughs) is I'm an international coaching federation, accredited coach um, and business mentor. Um, The less dry answer (laughs) is that I get to support people to embrace their unique strengths, all their glorious imperfections (laughs) and fearlessly show up in the world as they are and live happy and joyful lives. Wow. Yes, please. <laughs> yes. yes. Where do we yes. sign up for that? <laughs> well, what inspired you to venture into this um, industry or niche? Do you know what? I, I probably like most people that start businesses or find a new way of, um, you know, working and living. It's been a long journey, I yes. would say, you know, for, for everybody. And lots of different things define how we get to this point, don't they? Um, you know, I I probably set well, I did set up my first business when I was 17, 18, but that was an opportunity that came with um, school and it was called, I think it was called Young Enterprise at the time. Oh yeah, I think I Do you remember that? And you know, there was a group of us in school and we set up a business, we ran a business. That was my first real experience of earning money and and not a lot of money, I hasten to add, but earning money. (laughs) And we had great fun doing it and I loved doing it. And that inspired me to go to university and do, um, I did European business Mm. and French at university because I've always had a passion for languages and things. So, you know, that was the start. At university, we got to run another business or a catering business for... um, sports events at the university wow. again that was part of the course so I've had little you know dalliances yeah. into running businesses in the past but I left university I got a job in haulage you know completely yeah. different <laughs> I went to work in France with all men supporting lorry drivers all over Europe so wow, wow. completely different that must um, have been quite hard in that male dominated sort of environment as well do you know what I think <laughs> It taught me lots of things that have been useful and not so useful in my life is what I would say. So definitely taught me resilience. Mm -hmm. You know, I was a 22-year-old young woman um, in a very male French haulage office. (laughs) Um, And I learned not to take things too personally. I learned just to kind of roll with things. and I think back then, you know, living in France on my own, didn't have a mobile phone. Mm. I sound like absolutely ancient. <laughs> didn't have a mobile phone, you know, didn't have like ways of easily yeah. contacting mm. home and things. Mm. And I had to learn to kind of amuse yeah. myself yeah. and, you know, look after myself and know what I liked and know what I didn't like. So I became quite a resourceful, resilient mm. person, yeah. I would say. And that was amazing. Um, but I, I met my husband actually at school. And um, we were still together all of this time. It kind of got to about eight years in and I was like, he was in Liverpool, I was in France. And it was like, right, come on. Right, they're splitting up or we're getting married. Which one is it? So we got married and here I am. (laughs) 28 years later in Liverpool. So, you know, moved here and that changed the job. You know, I very much had a, I was quite career driven, I would say Mm -hmm. at the time, you know, I was one of the first non-transport people that they'd recruited into the transport industry on this graduate scheme. So I was, you know, I had had quite a career path ahead of me, but actually my relationship was more important Mm -hmm, to me and I wanted to, you know, move to Liverpool and and be here. And then kind of had, got married, had children Mm and um, not having family around me meant that, you know, I had to Mm -hmm. think differently about childcare and working and things like that. Mm. So I took lots of part-time jobs because I really wanted to be mainly at home with the children as much as I could. And then what really started me on this path is 
as lots of us do, you know, we struggle with our weight through our lives. Yeah. And after having um, Caitlin, my second, I, you know, I was really at a point where I needed to do something about my weight and I joined Slimming World um, and I lost weight with someone and it was absolutely amazing. And I thought, you know, what, if I could help one person feel how this has made mm-hmm. me feel, what an amazing opportunity that would be. And um, I bought a Slimming World franchise oh, back wow. then. So that was 20 odd years ago, I bought a Slimming World franchise and got the opportunity to support people on their weight loss journeys. Um, you know, from a education point of view, it's an incredible mm-hmm. company because the sort of things that they taught us in terms of behaviour change, um, how to coach people, how to support people. Mm-hmm. I heard you talking earlier on about egos and... Yeah you know, communicating from mm. that parent, adult, child. I learned so much from, you know, being part of that organisation. And with was with that organisation organization for 20 years wow. um, and worked all the way through to the point of an employed role. But what I would say is, is I am a little bit of a rebellious child. Mm. Um, and I do think I probably have authority issues and I don't really like working for other people. Um, so, <laughs> so I've had... Lots and lots of years of self-employment in, over the last 20 years. Um, but my last role was a fully employed role. Um, and I think what I loved about what I've done is I've done lots of business development. It's very much been a coaching mm. leadership style that I've worked in. Um, it's very much been about helping people find their own way. Yeah, Find what they love, find what their strengths are and really help them flourish and, mm. and grow. And I've always always had this kind of burning desire to do that on a wider scale, I guess, rather than it just being around mm. weight loss and health yeah. and, and that kind of thing. Um, and then a couple of years ago, post-pandemic, and that, that was a really, really difficult time for business. You know, yeah. you obviously mm. had leading ladies at the time. You will have experienced mm. that at the time as well. And it's that thing, isn't it, where we have to go into fight, flight or freeze. Yeah, yeah. And absolutely, you know, I was responsible for 90 people, 200 businesses. We had to go into fight mode. Yeah. And being in fight mode for such a long time does yeah. take its toll, it really doesn't does. it? You know, in terms of, yeah, physical well-being. Yeah. Um, I would say mentally I was quite strong, but I think what you try and convince yourself with your mind, your body goes, well, hang mm. on a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I think you're trying to tell yourself one yeah. thing. Um, but your body's saying another. And I, I had a couple of health worries. My mum wasn't well. So I got the opportunity to kind of step away from that. Just take some time for myself. So I had a bit of a summer of fun, <laughs> which was kind of like, you know, a few adventures, go and do yeah. a few things. And that's when I really decided, no, I'm not one to do nothing. That's my problem. Yeah. yeah. You know, when you're kind of like, I'm going to do nothing, it's going to be great. Mm. And then I think, three days in. Yeah. Oh. Well, I think probably Man within a week walls. of <laughs> within, within a week of having um finished my role, I uh had signed up to my master's in psychology. <laughs> um I I saw, you know, like a week, a week of doing nothing at right. Yeah, I'll, do I'll do a master's, I'll do a master's in psychology. That's, that's over. Yeah, yeah. Um so I signed up to master's, I'd started to look at mm-hmm. actually what can I do to become a professional coach? Yeah. Because coaching industry is is unregulated. Yeah, yeah. Um, but what can I do to kind of find a way that mm. I can have ethics and standards and things like yeah. that? So I found a course with the um, International Coaching Federation with a, a great company called Optimus. Um, so I signed up to that, but I didn't start that till the end of the summer. Um, and that really was my journey into coaching and setting yeah. up my own coaching business. Um, and I think I, I said to you before, didn't I, that um, 
initially we kind of go where our comfort zones mm-hmm. are, don't we? So I started out when, as I first met you last year, Claire, at um, Leading Ladies, very much in the business coaching side of things. Yeah. And I still do business coaching and I've got business coaching clients. You know, I'm a certified business strategist. I'm a help a business mentor for the mm-hmm. government's Help to Grow scheme. So I still very yeah. much do do that. Um, but sometimes you have to lean into that thing that's mm-hmm. that calling. And I'm very much about my heart and yeah. the feelings that things give me and, and you know, that passion and purpose piece. And, and that was more around, do you know what? I just would love the opportunity mm-hmm. to support people to find the thing that really is going to make the difference yeah. to them. Um, and I've seen that a lot in, in female entrepreneurs. One of the biggest things supporting people on their business development journey over the last 20 years has been actually it's ourselves that hold us back isn't it it's our own self-doubts it's our own fears it's those things that um we give a voice to in our head that that are not necessarily true so I've kind of moved more into the side of I guess life coaching is is how you'd phrase it but I've got my fearlessly fabulous program and for me fearlessly fabulous is do you know what Let's just go for it. We are who we are. Let's stand in our glorious Mm -hmm. imperfection. Let's know what lights us up. Mm -hmm. Let's know um, kind of what we're passionate about and what does make us happy. Mm -hmm. Because I would say my first kind of foray into having experience of a life coach was probably about, I'm trying to think like Caitlin, my my youngest, was maybe about four. Um, And I think go through different phases of your life, don't Mm -hmm. you? And as a a mom of, of two... I felt a bit lost in terms of, well, who am I and what do I like? Because, you know, other needs do come Mm. first, don't they? You do have to support other people and their needs when you've got a family and, you know, that's just the way Mm. of life. And then, you know, so I kind of felt a little bit lost and I've had times in my life where I've known what I've wanted to do and then I've lost direction and then I've maybe lost myself a little bit and questioned, Mm. well, I I don't know who I am and what I like. So Mm. that's what kind of fearlessly fabulous is, is we're not talking ideal lives here we're talking what does a really good happy life look like to you who are you at your deepest so my it's like know you be Mm. you in all your authenticity and flourish that's kind of where I am I love that I think yeah you're right so many women do lose their way you know through these different chapters of motherhood and you know friendship and relationship and we try and be so many things to so different, so many different people, don't we? You yeah. know, a great mum, a great wife, yeah. a great friend. And often we forget to be great to ourselves and, and mm. do those things that really do light us up. And mm. I remember sitting there at a course um, probably about five years ago now, I'd just started um, Beautiful New Beginnings. And the guy who was running the course said, um, who are you and what do you like to do? And I was thinking oh my God, oh my God. And I got so panicky in there and I started crying and I realised at that point, I actually didn't even know what I liked to do anymore. You know, what Mm -hmm. do I like to watch on telly? Oh God, I don't even know. What do I like? You know, what type of films do I like? I don't even know. Mm. I hadn't done those things for so long because, you know, my husband was in the army. He was away. He was on loads of different tours. I had the, the two kids um, at the time who were really young, you know, 16 months apart. Everything revolved around yeah. doing things for other people. And at that point, I was just like, I, I have no idea. Yeah. No, I, no idea what that is. Yeah. And I think, do you know what? We're nodding our heads, are mm. we? So many of us can relate yeah. to that. And 
and we have to be kind to ourselves because we need to do what we need to do in the moment, don't yeah, we? Yeah. But I think where I've gone with it in the past is I know I'm a massive overnature, which I've since learned, since learned can be a form of control as well. Yeah. So sometimes <laughs> we have to learn to let go and let our children grow up and flourish. Yeah. Um, and as a natural giver, that's great. But it, at what point does that then become detrimental to yeah. you? Yeah. Um, and I think it's just knowing that, isn't it? And 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 maybe having that little buffer of, you know, mm. somebody to support you to kind of yeah. help you stay within those lines, if that mm. makes sense. So that, yes, you can still be, you know, that big hearted, warm, caring, giving person. You can, you can support others yeah. and their needs. But actually, what about you? Mm. Because it's that one of my favourite things is that you can't pour from an empty cup. No, and it's such that. a well-known saying, isn't yeah. it? Oh, and it's perfect for, you know, spilling yeah. the tea. But we do do that, don't we? How yeah. many of us run on mm. Yeah, that level, and and I think for me, um, particularly, I, I think it's been a long journey, but particularly over the last couple of years, it, it's just been about actually me recognizing what I, what do I like, mm, you know, who yeah. am I, what am I good at, um, and I would I would say that I've I've been lucky, I've been fortunate, I've had a supportive environment mm. around me to help me with that, but I think sometimes even that yeah. the work comes from inside, doesn't yeah. it? Mm. So um I am a really down to earth person. So this is I think in terms of like uniquenesses is that I don't have this ideal of this life we all should be living and mm. what we should all be doing. I think it's very much well what works for you. Yeah. yeah. And what works for you and what works for me. And it's going to be different for all of us. Definitely. Definitely. So if you could be remembered for one thing, what would that be? Um, I think that's a great question. And I think probably just that person that walked by your side, mm. you know, just that helped you find your way forward. Um, so I, I don't want to be the leader. I'm, you know, that's not me. I, I'd love to be the person that walked by your side that helped you, help, helped you find yeah. what it was that you wanted to find that was going to help you flourish and feel great. Yeah. The little angel on your shoulder going, go on, you can do it. Yeah. You can do it. You know, just I that. love that. Come on. Mm. And <laughs> Come I love on. the fact that that fits in with um, the leading lady's vision as well. Yeah. Uh, where we, we always put on emails and on posts that this is a community. This doesn't belong to anybody. It yeah. belongs mm. to everybody. Um, and people will always say, oh, can I do this? Or do you, and I, and we always say, don't we? Well, is that what, is that? what people are asking for is that what women in business want then absolutely 100 let's do that um i think it's really really hard to be and to see yourself as a a leader um because it does go back to that parent adult child well are you telling people what to do we're not telling people what to do in our community we're showing and we're showing the good we're showing the not so great we're showing the times when things aren't going you know the well Mm -hmm. as well as what we'd like and that's just a community of incredible women in business, isn't it? I think it goes back to what mm. you said. You know, there's a couple of things you said before about, well, okay, you can you can try and tell people what to do, yeah. but we know from like ego states, you're going to either get a compliant child or a rebellious They're child. Gonna get and, the, you're going to yeah. get, you're not, yeah. not going to get. The answer and the result is going to be from their journey. Absolutely. It's not going to be, oh my goodness me. Oh yeah, well, I'm going to I'm gonna do that. And even if you do say that, you know, I listen to podcasts and I listen to guest speakers and, and I go, that's amazing. I am definitely going to implement 
meant that. And and then something pops up yeah. or a little voice pops into my head and it's like, no, you can't do that because you've never done that in the past. There's no evidence that this is going to be the right thing for you. Yeah. And then you steer off that path. So having someone as that guide standing next to you, not pushing you. Because some business coaches really do. And I, I, I love being pushed. Don't get me wrong. I love um, meeting goals. I love, you know, give me that um, challenge and I'll, you know, yeah. I'll, I'll go for it. But at the same time, there's a massive difference between encouraging and supporting someone yeah. to get there and knowing that that's within their limits. Whereas sometimes, you know, I've had business coaches in the past who haven't been parents and I've been, you know, do this, try this. And these, these are the words, do this. You need to do this. You need to try this. And I've gone, that's not happening because I'm at football with Dylan on that night. I'm at dance yeah. with Emmy that night. I'm at, it's yeah. not going to work. So having that emotional support next to you and that that person to go, well, why? Why don't you think you can do that? Yeah. Well, what's the worst thing that can happen if you do try that? You come back and that's okay. You know, it, it's, yeah, it sounds Absolutely. incredible. And I think um, it's that thing, isn't it, is, is that my responsibility to you as a client, whether it's yeah. business coaching mm-hmm. or life coaching is, is where do you want to go? And I help you see yeah. what that looks like. Mm-hmm. But then that gives you the opportunity to reality check it as well. So yeah. you might say to me, Love I that. want to build this amazing business and yeah. I want this by the end of yeah. the year. Well, okay, great. Well, let's have a look what that yeah. looks like. Mm-hmm. And then let's reality check it for you because, mm-hmm. you know, I, I've seen that happen so many times in the past where, Absolutely. you know, businesses that I've worked with have set goals. But when you look at what it's actually going to take to get there, Okay, yeah. well, is that realistic when you have got to go and pick up from mm, dance yeah. or football or, mm, you yeah. know, whatever it is that you've got mm. to do? Is that realistic? And it's that, I suppose it's that not striving for perfection. It's that mastery of goals. Mm. It's that moving forward. Mm. And I think that that's the thing around coaching is, is, is if you're stuck in a cycle that you can't yeah. get out of, it's how do we help you move forward with yeah. that? But it doesn't have to be this yeah. perfection either yeah. you know it's I say glorious mm. imperfection don't you think social media encouraged a lot of that over the last Massively. not so much last year I didn't see so much of it last year but years before it was the get rich quick yeah. type of I can help you do this download this and you'll become a millionaire mm. overnight you know it's not it's not that's no. just a mode of selling you know you're just playing on that person's emotion to get them to buy whatever it is I know people who have bought courses that have lasted 16 weeks that have dropped out the first three yeah. weeks because not because the course wasn't incredible because they couldn't commit yeah. you know it's not transparent and I think that's what all business owners need to be transparent because you want them incredible reviews at the end of that mm, course and um, so you don't just want people to check out and buy you want the experience of them then saying to five of their friends you need to do this so honesty and transparency is always yeah. always high up um, and meeting people where they're at yeah absolutely. you know wherever they're at on that mm. journey is you know where are they now what do they need and where mm-hmm. do they want to go and, and how can we help you get there and I say that's yeah. very much not just the business coaching but mm-hmm. you know the life coaching side of things as well absolutely yeah. so if, if you could spill the tea with anyone at all who would you choose and, and why would you choose them I think this is a great question and it almost goes back to what you said before. I think, oh my God, I've got nobody in my life that inspires me. Yeah. <laughs> I've like had a moment there, but you know what? There's so many people that inspire me. I actually watched a film recently, um, was it Nicholas Winton, about mm. the guy that kind of went to Prague and saved all those people, those children prior to the war. It's, oh it's, yeah, I want to go and watch yeah, that Yeah, it, it was incredible. Yeah, it was like One Life or something yeah, like that, yeah. I can't what it was called. Yeah, I think it is. Um, Ooh, just popped cinema? one on my little yeah. list. I'll message and, um, my husband afterwards. And, and, and actually, we, we, we came out from that film husband and I and I said to my husband 
I don't know if I am the type of person that would have, would have done what he did like so selflessly and it would be fascinating yeah. to talk to people like that. But I think as other guests have said, as I've got older, what I appreciate at the minute is um, like time with my parents. It's time with, I don't have grandparents now, but actually the things that I would love mm. to ask and I'm, I'm really enjoying at the minute with my mum particularly, um, you know, really asking her questions mm. about her yeah. life growing up. Yeah. Because I think when you're busy and when you're yeah. growing up in your mm. life, I don't think you necessarily give that so the same amount of well. tension, do you? Yeah. And she's been telling me great stories. I think I definitely come from a line of strong women about her great aunt Beck that yeah. ran this pub in this quite rough area. And, she, you know, the dock, the dockers would all come yeah. off the, the docks with the wages and she'd be taking the wages off them so the wives got money and, oh, you know, you wow. know, like to make sure that they didn't spend yeah. it all yeah. in the pub. And I just love listening love to that. stories like that. So I think if I was going to, you know, there's lots of people yeah. that inspire me that I think, yeah, it'd be fascinating, but actually some of the stories in your own family are incredible, they aren't are. they? And, I and I think knowing that and then being able to pass them on as well yeah. is a part of, yeah. you know, mm. a part of our I love thing. I love history and I love oral history. And, and for that reason, I kind of got um, a couple of Christmases ago, there's an incredible range of books that's almost like a, di a diary set um, and it's called Tell Me Your Story and then insert appropriate family member. Tell me your story, dad. Tell me your story, mum. Tell me your story, grandma. Yeah. But I'd bought these books for people and... Um, and they've got really prompting questions in, you know, like tell me about a time when you were, you know, tell me about a time when you were most scared, you mm. know, and, and they can write in the in the book then. Just sort of a one page wow. thing. But um my grandpa passed a couple of years ago and he'd filled a oh. lot of it in. Mm. And um one of the things was in there, you know, tell me the the thing you're proudest of. And he and he'd written in his own handwriting him, my family, the greatest joy of my life. Yeah. And I was just like, well. like Wow, but to have those words yeah. and the things that he's written mm. is, is incredible. And you know, Manan's done some of hers as well, which is lovely. And for for our kids to yeah. have that going going through and those stories to to continue, yeah. mm. I think yeah, They're really precious, could, aren't they? Yeah, they are. So yeah, I think um, yeah, spilling the tea with people who mean the most to you yeah. will always be the best the best thing yeah, that you definitely. could that you could ever yeah. do. I love yeah, that. yeah. Oh. 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 It means a lot though, doesn't it? It, does. you know? it really does. It really does. And I think just, yeah. just on that note though, with because something I've noticed, it's great technology, isn't it? And, you know, we've got our cameras and we can take so many photos, but actually probably the ones that I look on are the ones mm. that are in an album somewhere yeah. because yeah. I, I'm not great at, mm. you know, doing something with the photos mm. on my phone and things like that. And it's the same with kind of our memories. They're signed to, you know, oh, there's no letters pictures. anymore, is yeah. there? And yeah. You know, people don't write letters so much and uh, yeah, this makes I, me sound really yeah. old. But when I was yeah. at university, like Paul and I used to write to each other every yeah. day <laughs> because it wasn't email and Aww. we had a phone card. It's so yeah. sad, but I've got like stacks and stacks of letters, but you, gorgeous. you know, you don't really have so much of that yeah. anymore, do you? So That's lovely. There's yeah. pictures all over my house. So I, I, you know, print pictures out all the time. And as you walk up my stairs, you know, there's, there's two walls now full Amazing. of just little ones, you know, the little frames from Ikea, only a pound, just any random pictures. They yeah, don't have to that. be the perfect picture. It can be just something silly or one of the kids have taken a silly picture on my phone. My family likes to take pictures on my phone, you know, when I'm out the room. Yeah. They take like 500 pictures on my yeah. camera reel because they think it's really funny. <laughs> it's oh. not really funny, but it is really funny. Um, But I've got everything. I've got me and Carl. I've got this podcast 
podcast in my that. living room. I've got a little picture on the couch, haven't I? Like with our little tea. I just love it because I float through the house and I just remember like how grateful and yeah, yeah. how much. And that's very much right. You know, a lot of what I do is rooted in positive psychology yeah. and that's, you know, that yeah. positive emotion. So, you know, yeah. what is it that c- you can do that can help yeah. you generate that positive emotion? And yeah. it doesn't have to be these great big grand things, yeah. No, yeah. but it's noticing those things that do 100%. bring you joy. Yeah. noticing those things that you are mm. grateful for and, yeah. and you know really embracing that and that's very much part of what yeah. I do with with clients is that you know yeah perma yeah. model of positive psychology um yeah to help people cultivate that well maybe you can help uh, us with the positive question. psychology yeah is is a, is a great lead um because positive psychology for me is all around you know and and rooted in tradition <laughs> and real okay yeah. I'm ready for the question so in terms of that you know <laughs> How would you make the perfect cup of tea? I'm scared to tell you. Oh, no. I know that's me. I know that's a me thing. So how I used to make a cup of tea yeah. was milking first, yeah. then tea bag, and then water. Yeah. Quick swish round and take the tea bag out. Um, and I'm okay with like that. There's no yeah. thought with that, though. Yeah. A quick swish but round. I know, but I don't really like, like you know strong when it's tea. Like rooted in positive psychology <laughs> yeah. and tradition and stuff. I'm like, oh, I should give it a swish. Yeah, but- well, I don't really like strong, strong tea, but then um, because I realised that actually the tea just soaks up all the milk before you put the water in, yeah. I did change. So tea bag first, then water, but I am then still milk next because I like to see what colour I want it. So then I'll just, you know, Save do it till I've bags. got the colour that I want and mm-hmm. then, you know, so I'm sorry, but I'm but team But you've already Claire. said that like the milk and It's the, the psychology thing, we're just so connected. But then the tea's already had time to kind of colour the water, hasn't it, at that point? And then I just add the milk in. She'll into... do this for five minutes and she'll try and convince you. Just just, <laughs> just try it my way because... <laughs> you know what, I'm always open to new ideas. I knew you would be. I knew you I'm always open to new ideas. once you've gone there, you'll you'll just I'll never go back. back. I'll report yeah, back. Yeah, don't report back. Never go back. <laughs> Fair enough. I'll do my best. It's got to the point now where I have to have in my house, I've got a little tub of um, Yorkshire tea because I'm a Yorkshire tea drinker. A Cal is a PG tipper. I, PG I have to have her own tub of PG tips yeah. in my house. And when I make I a cup of tea and, when I make a cup of tea in front of her, I have to make it her way. Yeah. 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 And now we all need a new kettle as well. And I feel like dead naughty yeah, when I'm doing it. Special like, kettles yeah, as well. We, we all need a special kettle. Yeah. Sales of special kettles. We're going to go through the we roof all now. We do need that special kettle. But thank you so yeah. much, Sarah. You've oh, been you. an incredible guest. Even if you're our team player. Yeah. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Thank you, ladies. Thank, thank you so you. much. Yay. Oh.